Good morning, everybody. Before we get started, I just want to tell you that my Spotify review was revealed. I listened to one of the soundtracks of Cobra Kai 1,148 times. And that's not even in the entire year. I've stopped listening to it now. So I must have listened to it about 10 times a day and repeat. I had a problem, guys, back then. Back in I was striking Soul Challenge. I was, I lit, I was Cobra Kai. I think they should sign me up. Like, get me on, get me on. No doubt. I'm, I'm breathing. They're their way of life, do you know what I mean? I even wrote, I don't even, I wrote, a th- <laughs> I wrote an article with 30, uh, was it, 36 life lessons from Cobra Kai. That's so into it, also anyone who can read it, you can go to scofflia.com and have a read of that, see if there's any life lessons there for you. Um, but I've got some lessons for you today, got some lessons. But before I get into lessons, I want to shout out Maria, who uh, bumped into a Elbra Common <laughs> yesterday, going for a walk, he's like, Scott, I was like, yeah, it's like, oh, Maria. And I was like, boom, clicked. I know who you are. And, well, I didn't know straight away, but then when she said you're on a five-week challenge, I recognised the name. So, Maria, shout out to you. Enjoy your walks. Uh, and then hopefully you'll have a safe journey to Colombia when you go back, I think you said, at the end of this week or next week. Um, but it's good, to, it's good to speak to you guys and get, like, you, you know, it was a nice chat as well, ideas and... F- you know, how's it going, feedback, and I welcome feedback, all sorts of feedback, amazing feedback, the bad feedback, all of it comes in because we, I never think we've got everything perfect, never. There's always stuff we can do to improve. And one of the things that Maria mentioned that I've already taken action on is she mentioned that, you know, there's a lot of mothers who do struggle with the timings and stuff like that and getting stuff in. So what help do we have for mothers in specific? I was like, you know, great point. I should speak to all the mammies of Turtle and on the challenge and, you know, c- consolidate all of the advice, what doesn't work for them, what they struggle with, and put together like a report, essentially. So every new mother, mammy, mammy sounds better than it. In Wales, we say mammy. All the new mammies join in. We'll have this kind of report. Be like, look, this is what our members say works. This is what doesn't. Give them a go. Anything that does work for you, let's add it. Okay, the ultimate guide. So, Maria, thank you for that idea. I am executing it with pace. Because <laughs> we work fast. We work fast. Okay. On to today's topic. So, good study. This is very important to make sure you understand this before Christmas. Because this study tells us it's looked at low fat versus low carb. It's a huge study is over 600 people, that's not huge, but it's decent, by Stanford University with the help of the US National Institutes of Health. Um, and they wanted to look at low fat versus low carb, and can they, is, it, is there a difference? And they wanted to look at the genetics as well, and insulin and stuff like that, what does it play a part? So it was looking at genetics, insulin production. Uh, it was a randomized control trial, so 609 actually, and it was over 12 months. So it was about... 263 males and 346 premenopausal women, free of major health conditions, so no diabetes, cancer, heart disease, high cholesterol, etc. And the average BMI was 33, which is classed as uh, class one obesity. Okay, so average average age 40 years old. That's what we're dealing with: low fat, low carb, 12 months, less fight. Let's go. So they said to them first, guys. You're all going to start on the, f- the fat group, low-fat group. You're going to start eating 20 grams of fat a day. And the low-carb group, you're going to start eating 20 grams of carbs a day. Really low. I mean, that is a, a crunch of an apple. Maybe just half an apple. 
I'm not sure, not a lot of food anyway. But they weren't expecting them to stay at those levels. So they were basically like, listen guys, you can go and consume higher to what you feel you're more comfortable with, okay? So the, the fat group went from 20 grams a day to 42 grams of fat a day as like where they felt like they could stick to that. The lowest one they could stick to and carbs went from 20 grams of carbs up to 96 and they felt like they could stick to that as well. And 96 to 100 grams of carbs is like, it's a, it's, it's a decent amount, but it's not like a huge amount. Okay, it's not a huge amount. So let's have a look what happened to the study. One of the limitations is there was no calorie targets given. They just wanted to see how someone on a low fat and a low carb would, you know, generally eat afterwards. Um, didn't stick to a calorie total or a protein uh, total, which is a limitation, but the study is still important. So they were told to maximize veggie intake, of course. Minimize sugar, minimize refined flours, trans fats, all that stuff. Um, and they would do random assessments on them. Turn up to the house. Hey, what are you eating? <laughs> Let's see what's on your plate. What have, you, what have you been eating in the last 24 hours and trying to get that? Um, but the results. The low-carb group lost, on average, 13 pounds over 12 months. The low-fat lost 11.7 pounds over the 12 months. So a difference of hardly anything. The difference of 0.1 pound per month. Now, weight loss and fat loss are different, so I would expect the low carb to have more total weight loss just because with less carbs, you've got less water in your muscles and you do drop more water in terms of your weight, but it would probably would have leveled off after a, few, after a while and it would have, the, the initial drop. So what would have happened in this study was in the first three or four weeks, the low carb group would have shot ahead in terms of total weight just because water would have dropped and they would have been losing like, you know, five pounds and low fat would have been like one pound down maybe nothing and then people be like yeah low low carb wins it's like no it doesn't it just as soon as you drop your carbs you drop a lot of water weight in general sometimes if your water intake is decent that'll happen so you can test this out yourself guys if you've been eating a diet of you know moderate carb which we put you on or you want to go a bit higher and then you drop your carbs for a few days watch your weight drop but that's not fat loss that's just total weight and actually we want the water in the muscles we want to be we want the nutrients going into the muscles and stuff like that so having less water doesn't mean it's better just means you can easily manipulate it by lowering your carb doesn't mean your fat's going down does that make sense so overall it doesn't matter so do you prefer a diet higher in fat or higher in carbs which one do you prefer like low carb is difficult um you know there's been there's there's <coughs> there's negatives to both you know low fat you're not going to get enough fat for all important hormonal processes. When you go low carb, same thing happens. What is interesting is when we look at how our hormones kind of replenish after we try and lose weight, um, it seems that increasing our carbs uh, has the biggest impact on that. So when you're like T3 is down and your leptin is down and your ghrelin is down, all this stuff is down due to dieting. When you do eat carbs, that, that tends to be the reason why it bounces back. So a moderate carb approach in general is the best. It doesn't mean best for everybody. It's definitely what I'm saying. But it seems to be the best overall just because we're, make, we're, we're kind of negating as much as those like long-term kind of hormonal changes as possible. Um, so don't be scared of carbs, okay? Like trust, you have to... Tr you have to 
blitz through what the media has been telling you for so many years. Like, no, I gotta go low carb. It's a trick, right? It's a trick. You can trick yourself into thinking it's better by dropping four or five pounds in a few days because you're dropping your carbs. But deep down, it's not fat, okay? And can you maintain a low carb lifestyle? A lot of us can't, right? The pint of alcohol is equivalent to about 57 grams of carbs, right? An apple or a banana has about 30 grams of carbs, right? Like, there's carbs in everything, nearly, and fat, obviously fat as well, but carbs, you know, who doesn't want a to- piece of toast, man? A bagel, you know, oats. Guys, potatoes, so, so versatile. <laughs> so versatile, do you want potatoes? So why don't we accept that actually, let's overlook the initial head starter gets as the hair flies off and the tortoise is coming up behind. But at the end, the tortoise eventually does take over, doesn't he? And the fat and the calf, they probably just, they just finish, a, they finish the finish line at the same time at the, at the end of the day. So yeah, mindset change is needed because we're going into winter now. We're going, well, we are now, we're into December. I can't believe it, but we are into December. And what are we going to do now about all the temptations that come our way? You know, there's a few things to do, really. If we really knuckle it down, there's option one, do not turn up to the social functions and hope that works. Probably won't because you'll end up feeling bad and then you'll probably just eat junk foods at home anyway because you'll be like, well, it's Christmas. So we got this mindset first of, well, it's Christmas. Fuck it, it's Christmas. Let's go. Boom, boom. And that's fine. Like, you know, if that's how you want to f- let loose over Christmas and see your friends, that's fine. Like, I don't think that should be a negative. It's just a negative when you start thinking you should get results when you don't do that, but when you do it, does that make sense? So you start, oh, I'm not getting results now. Well, no shit. Well, but is it worth it? Well, for some of us it is. Like if you have a few drinks and you eat those and you eat out and stuff like that, and for December you put a few pounds on, listen, you're gonna put pounds on because it's gonna be water weight mostly from carbs. Uh, I think Jackie sent me a post on Instagram that was, that was a really good visualization. Is if you gain three pounds of fat, that's the same as overeating above your maintenance 17 Big Macs. So, unless you ate 17 Big Macs plus your maintenance calories in one day, you have not gained 17 pounds of fat. Even then, you probably have to eat more than that amount of Big Macs because it's not an exact process. So, think about it. You're gonna have to, this is what you're gonna have to do. If you accept that this Christmas, if we're hopefully lockdown free, we're gonna enjoy with the friends and family, what we're gonna say is, if you're on the challenge, we've got till next Friday. Let's get till next Friday. Let's keep it, let's keep it steady until next Friday. Let's keep it going. Let's track, let's be well, let's be good. Let's, let's look at, let's be curious. Let's scan stuff. Ooh, what's the macros of that? Let's have a look. How much macros are in the foods I'm going to probably eat out? How many macros are in these drinks and stuff like that? What's best? Like, do this work up front. Be curious about it. Because if you can make better choices and still enjoy your head off, that is the best way. But what I don't want to see people doing is I don't want you to start losing your heads and catastrophizing when the answer's in front of you. So you say... Yeah, well, I'm going to have a few drinks and eat and whatever and go, oh, Scott, I've gained four pounds in one day. I can't believe it. All my work is undone. No, it's not. No, it's not. Four pounds of water. Did you eat, I don't know, 24 Big Macs? No, you didn't. So the first step, I believe, in this entire process is to accept your weight will go up. But that doesn't mean your fat is going up. You might feel 
a bit fluffier. Like you might, when you look, listen, when you're low carb or you've been dieting, what happens is the subcutaneous water, and you drink enough water, goes, okay? It kind of reduces. And when you touch your abs and stuff like that and your arms, you feel, oh, that's quite firm, that's quite firm. And then you eat a bit more carbs and you get more water retention. You feel like, oh, that's a bit more, but it's water, okay? We're never going to stay rock hard lean all of our lives. We're not going to feel the way we do when we're in a deficit, when we're at maintenance eating carbs. When, you, when you're in a deficit and you're you know, losing weight, you feel, you wake up in the morning, there's not much food in the stomach digesting. You feel like, oh, you feel leaner. Okay, you feel it, but you know the fat's not going up when you feel the opposite, when you do eat more carbs and you have a few drinks. But you, the, the feeling is very different. And this is the head, this is the head masher. Like, you know, I had a, like last weekend, saw Dino, Dino Leak, went a few drinks, ate food, ate a good amount of tacos, had a lot of pints. And, you know, before that evening, I was on track for a while. I was in my lowest way in for ages. And I woke up in the morning like, wow, yes, you know, I'm feeling good. And the difference that I felt waking up the day after on the Saturday was mental. I felt bloated. I felt puffy and I felt like it was squishy in my skin right so I, that for me the difference in feel is like 10x it's like huge right but the reality is that's my body just reacting to what I've just eaten and put it through the day before that will go away in a day or two and I'll go back to how I probably was that Friday morning right because I didn't consume 20 plus Big Macs and I'll get back to there as long as I get back on track right so you have to rationalize these things. Because if you leave, if you think, what people do is, they go out for a few drinks and eat, right? So they've, they've you, guys, you, you've all been doing this for four weeks now, you're feeling awesome, you go for your first drink out on this weekend and you go and eat food. You wake up the next day, you go, wow, oh my God, I'm so bloated, I look terrible, all my hard work's done, I'm like, oh, I'm four pounds heavier. And then that drives the next action, which is, fuck it. I'm just gonna go and eat wherever now, what a waste of time. But that is that is the crucial moment to rationalise. What does Epictetus say? The difference between humans and animals is we can be rational. So you either want to act like an animal and just run off and just eat all the stuff and go, yeah, there's punk less, or you rationalise and go, wait a second, let's give it a few days. I understand my water weight's gone up because I've eaten carbs and salty foods and had drinks. Let's give it a few days and go back to normal. And guess what? I just enjoyed the weekend with my friends. Didn't go too nuts, but I fully enjoyed it. I rationalised the increase a few days later and I went back into being a healthy person. Or like, I'm, I'm saying not the weekend's healthy is bad words to use, but go back into the lifestyle I want to be at and ask who I've weathered the storm. If we can do that over Christmas, that is it. That is it. I think Casey mentioned it, like the definition of resilience is being able to bounce back. And I've mentioned this in a voice note before. It's not about not tripping up. It's not about not eating out and eating foods and enjoying our friends. It's about how long does it take us to bounce back from those moments? Does it take you two weeks? Does it take you a month? Some people take six months. One weekend triggers them off and then they're back six months later. If we can make it bounce back next day, bounce back one or two days after, don't let one day turn into two days. Like I say, like I woke up on Saturday, fridge full of fruit, waters, already had food there, ready, cooked. Well, I didn't cook it, it was pre-done, <laughs> but it was ready to eat. And I was like, I'm not worrying about going to Deliveroo. 
I'm not worrying about going to the shop to get shitty food to eat. I've got this ready. I'm hungry. I need I need sustenance. I need water. I'm getting it in me. And I know there's a lot of volume there for me to have that's not going to put me into four or 5,000 calorie intake. But the next day, some people will go, five guys, chips, milkshake. That's just one. And then they do more, McDonald's, kebab, whatever it is. Like, we're talking four or 5,000 calories, but the volume is less than what I add for 2,000 calories. Does that make sense? So, guys, that's kind of just uh, my thoughts on what's coming up for all of us. I think hopefully you can take that away and start rationalising what's going to happen. I think we are in the first Christmas. Is this the last Christmas was cancelled when they basically? I can't remember. But it's just, look, we need to enjoy ourselves. We need to socialise. You know, it makes my day seeing people and having a chat. Even, you know, like just being able to be like human again, just having a chat over a few drinks. You feel just, ah, like back to normal. This is life. Like instead of, you know, just working and then we're stuck inside and we're not doing stuff like it was for the last year, the year before. And, you know, people have still been thinking about it now. So I think we all deserve to enjoy this Christmas, but I think we also deserve to treat ourselves with the rational, be wise and not be like animals and treat our bodies and all the hard work we've done with respect. And not throw it away for the sake of it because woo, let's do it, let's throw it away. Um, so yeah, that's my two pence, guys. Enjoy yourself, enjoy your day. Hopefully, you listen to this on a walk. I'll be back tomorrow with more wisdom. I'll be doing sharing more studies tomorrow in relation to the Christmas period, how we're gonna get over it, how we're gonna deal with the stress, how do we handle people forcing us to do things like drinking or blah blah blah. I'm gonna share more about stuff, tactics about that. And next week, for all you mammies. I will be doing uh, voice notes on how all the mammies of Turtle have helped, have been, have, you know, been doing this and how they've been succeeding and what's not working for them. And hopefully that will give you more insight as well. But enjoy your day. Remember, if you want to do your one big thing, write it down, get that done. Your day's already then a success. Speak tomorrow.